Chance the rapper. Caleb. Said that. Such and such sent you a message, 
And then it'll say, Unsaid. <laughs> yeah, bro. So now you question, all right, what you had to say to me? Bro, I cannot What's believe What's the point it. of that, bro? Who, who is this person sending my profile to, oh, man? Bro. Like, man, <laughs> stay watching. Hey, bro. Man, stay hey. watching, bro. I don't want no parts of that. <laughs> anyway, yeah, man, that, uh, that's that 21 Savage, though, bro. Like, so, day one, bro, I don't think I listened to anything else. Like, really? it was just, it was constantly being played. Like, I worked out to it. I rode I wrote to him from the gym to it. I came back later that night and got some 2K in. Gotcha. It was playing yeah. in the background. Like, it reminds me of uh, early 2000s ratchet hip-hop. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, that's a that's a whole movement. That's a feeling of me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, yeah, yeah it's, man, It's almost it. like that crunk wave. Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, No, I feel like that's always going to be a dominant sound of hip-hop. But it's coming back a little bit. You know what I'm saying? I like it, though. Yeah, it reminds uh, me of the old Trillville, Crime All. Crime like, it's on that type of, that, yeah. that type of shit, man. And I, I admit, I wasn't I wasn't a 21 fan at all when he first came out. I, I actually thought he was kind of weak. You know, mm-hmm. I admit that. But, like, now after seeing his progression and the way, I feel like he's grown as an artist a lot. Yeah, so, yeah, I, yeah. I appreciate stuff like that. When mm-hmm. people consistently work at their craft and they get better, I tip my hat to that. You know what I'm saying? He ain't just being lazy about it. So And he actually, like... It's, it's very, like, ratchet material, but he rapping. No, no, he rapping. Like, yeah. It's like, I'm like, okay, he's staying on topic. He's using metaphors. He's using, meta- he using rhyme and, and patterns. Again, that's what he's getting better every time. Mm-hmm. So I, I can't, I can't, I'll never knock nobody to get better at their craft, bro. I thought it was a really good album. Um, Production was just, I mean, oh, man. Metro, like I said, again, man, his, his production just never, he never disappoints, in my opinion. Um, We got to start talking about that, bro. Like, the young producers with... The Mount Rushmore of producers, yeah. Like, you know, you have, you know, you talk about Blaze, you talk about Yay, you yeah. talk about Alchemist, you talk about Swiss, yeah. At what point do we elevate your metros? Oh, uh, yeah. I, I feel like your metro. Uh, I think Hit Boy. Hit Boy. Hit Boy. I mean, he got a Nas album. He got a yeah, and it, it wasn't like he was trying to give Nas more like newer sound. I feel like they meshed really yeah. well. Yeah, it was better than the Yay production. Yeah, it was way better. It was yeah, way better. Yeah. It was way better. Which um, I never would have thought that. I never would have thought that either. Yeah. I thought it was going to be something that's like a forced union, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, it was kind of be forced, but mm-hmm. I, I liked it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, Hit Boy is one of them. Um, God, who else? It's a lot of young producers, I feel like, are starting to really make their mark. Um, um, DJ Mustard is one of them, in oh my, my opinion. God. Mustard's nice. Mustard, Mustard is nice, nice man. This um, dude, man, dang, man, he, he, went to, he went to Middle Tennessee, man, which is one of the colleges. Really? Oh my God! What's the kid name? Because he was he was making beats for like Drake while he was still taking class. Oh man, what's his name? Can you think of it? Mm-mm. It's one of the, like if I say it, you'll know who I'm talking about, yeah. man. But um, I don't. I'm gonna look it up, man. You keep talking. <laughs> yeah, like I said, I mean, I I think it's time you know those 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 younger producers start to get you know a little more credit again. You know, you always gonna have your Drake. Pharrell's and, and like you say, you just played your staple producers, but you know it's it's a nice new wave of, uh, of producers that are really making their mark on the game, and I feel like need some need some recognition. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely. I think 40, 40 is a a, a really really. Does forty? I've always wanted. Does he produce for anyone? Else? Does ah? Uh, he's done a couple records. I can't off top. I can't think of the artist exactly, but um, he does a lot of stuff. You know what I'm saying? I think he did a couple songs for the weekend, things like that. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, definitely all the OVO artists. Um, so yeah, yeah, man. Like I said, it's production overall, Twenty One Savage, they they just mesh, man. I just, I just, I just feel like Metro needs flowers, bro. You know, 
Yeah, yeah. Like him and Hit Boy. Like yeah. both of those guys yeah. there. Like I want to recognize them. Like I think I think they're officially solidified. I think so too. As as top top level producers. Yeah. Like they're up there with Dre. They're up there. Like I mean, because you can't like people are gonna gonna probably kill us for saying that, but you can't knock what they've been doing the last five. I mean, years. at the end of the day, you can't keep just you know you got you got to give these guys credit, man. Mm-hmm. They, they put the work in. I mean, the the the, the work speaks for itself. So I, eventually, you got to give them their flowers, bro. Yeah. So you can't just. I mean, Metro uh, with with Thugger, Future, you know, mm-hmm. uh, Mike Will. That's another one. Mike Will. Mike Will is Mike Will there. is another producer. I feel like you know is really putting his mark on the on yeah. the industry. Like I said, a lot of these guys are really starting to elevate. In my opinion, no mm-hmm. no knock on trades or anything like that. Yeah, but you gotta give them their credit. Yeah, yeah, that's that's all I'm saying. Like no knock to the OGs, but it's like it's time to get some of these put some of these yeah. younger guys on the, in the same conversation. Yeah, yeah, and I, it's not wrong with that. You know, sometimes yeah. we get you know people get stubborn about that, but yeah, yeah. I mean, the young guys are they just do. Um, what other what other new music you listen to? Uh, Conway, did you listen to the Conway mm-hmm. project? Oh, Conway, uh, the nigga from uh, Griselda. Griselda. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you something why I like them a lot, bro. Mm-hmm. I, I for for one, their their style of music is deemed as a dead style in in this today's climate. For sure. For them to be able to navigate that and have a core fan base and them to do numbers the way they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta tip your hat to that 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 type of independent grind that they got going, bro. Yeah. Like you can't you, you can't knock that man. I mean and then the the album sounds great. He's got features on there with Wayne and mm-hmm. Big Sean and he's got a lot of nice features on it. I mean it's just a good project. I, yeah. I think them dudes can't do no wrong right now. No, nah, they're 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 on fire man. On fire, they're they're, man. they're are they indie? Yeah. Yeah, that. Well, I think I think they may have management with Rock Nation, but don't don't quote me on that. Okay, then but I, well, I mean I'm they've been sure they independent have, for a long time. I'm pretty now. sure they have at least distribution. But yeah. Regardless, like they're they're, <sighs> between them, Dreamville, QC, Top Dog. Mm-hmm. Shit, Griselda may be the hottest out right now. Um. Yeah. They might be. And yeah. that's crazy. If you would have said that to me. Because of those other labels you named, I feel like they're more mainstream and radio. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Uh, Griselda, you know, they grassroots, they underground, pretty much. So, yeah. for I them to be Dreamville able to. That radio, but. Well, yeah, yo, I, I take Dreamville out. I take yeah, Dreamville yeah, yeah. out. Yeah. But, um, you know, QC and Top Dog, I feel like they, they get more radio. Yeah. Um, But Griselda, man, they, they work, bro. You know? Yeah. If, if any of you artists out there that, you know, are, you know, exploring the independent route, that's Excuse me, def- that's definitely some, a blueprint you want yeah, to follow. Man, listen. Yeah. Listen, when I was 22 years old and trying to spit. I'm following that model. Um, yeah, no, that's that's the model you need and, to follow. And it's, and it's like, what's so what's so great about it, man? And I used to tell artists this, like, when I you know, was managing artists and everything, like, anyone can make music. Absolutely. 100%, yeah. anyone can make music. You're selling yourself. That's it. And Griselda has perfected selling who the fuck they are. Yeah. Like you said, like it's, it's looked at as a lost art, what they're doing. It's looked mm-hmm. at like old Wu-Tang type. Yeah. Thing. But yeah. niggas fuck with it because that's who they are. And they selling out shows. Art, and the artists also, if you can if you can put people in the stands, you'll eat, you'll eat all day. I, they, I uh, guarantee that. They killing the merch game too. The merch? Yeah. That's so crazy. Like, what, like being an artist these days is like, it really is a hustle, man. It's it is. Just, it's not just the art anymore. It is. It is. It's, it's the, I mean, you got to be a business at the end of the day. I think, and I think that's what's most important, you know, as an artist, you know, making the music is cool, but you have to understand the business side. Because really, it's 30% artistry and 70% business. Yeah, you, no, that's really real. That's, real. Down. that's um, real. So, yeah, uh, Conway put out, uh, shout out to my boy Travis Scott. 
Mm. Uh, franchise was number one. Um, I think that's his third number one single he's had this mm. year. I so, like Travis a lot, bro. I'm, I'm a big Travis. I really fan. like Travis. I, I know people give him that producer turned rapper knock, but he's an artist, man. I mean, art. I, I think he's very innovative. Uh, I, I've been a, a Travis fan since probably 2015. I, yeah. I, I've been a long time Travis fan. But to see him, you know, just uh, evolve to what he is now was, was dope. Um, like I said, it's third number one this year. Um, so, yeah, shout out to him, man. Um, My first Travis. Uh, I downloaded Rodeo. I didn't know. I had no clue who this kid was. I didn't even know, like, his his song was on Grand Theft Auto when I played Grand Theft Auto. But yeah. I didn't pay attention to it. But I liked the cover art. I find a lot of good music that way. Like, I'll just scroll through really? music. Yeah. And I like the cover off Rodeo because you know it was like a, a action figure yeah. on top of a toy car. Yeah. And I was like, huh, I'm downloading that shit. Oh yeah. And like I was like, what? Who is this thing? Yeah. Like this shit is amazing. Right. Uh, you, if you ever get a chance, bro, go listen days before Rodeo. Mm. It's 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 a mixtape, but it, it it man, I'm telling you, bro. It's now, I think I was always a fan, but I knew he was something different when I heard days before Rodeo. Mm. I'm like, oh yeah. Travis, Travis is, he's one of those artists to me that, like, like Joe Budden calls them aliens, but he, t- he typically says that about lyricists. I feel like that about Travis Scott as an overall artist. Mm-hmm. I feel like Travis operates on a different planet that's not Earth, mm-hmm. like Kanye, yeah. uh, Pharrell. Yeah. I put Travis in that conversation. No, I I, I agree. I, I think Travis, and, and one thing I like about Travis, you'll never hear him kind of chasing the sound. Mm-hmm. I think he really does do a good job of working. No, nah, niggas go to him for his sound. For his sound, that's, yeah. That's that's a compliment in itself. That's a, yeah, exactly, exactly. Ooh. Yeah. So uh, shout out to him. Um, franchise. Uh, he actually sampled. I don't know. You remember White T? The franchise. So he actually sampled. Uh, I gotta listen to that. Bro. I that it's, it's decent. It's decent. Um, Thug is on it. I think. When him and Thug get together, I, I think they're really a good combo. Thug bro. niggas better stop sleeping on Thug. I'm a, I'm a big Thug. You can't, you thug can plant, can't do no wrong in my book, bro. You can plant Thug, Thug anywhere, anywhere, anywhere on anybody's song. And God, that's that album with him and Chris Brown. I just love that shit. Oh, so I love it. I love it, man. I, I I don't think he gets enough. I know people. Some people, you know, consider it mumble rap. I really don't. Um, but <laughs> call him what you want. Him I mean, yeah. he called at it. Yeah. Um. Speaking of speaking of Thugger, uh, Meg and Thug had a had a song come out. Um, now that's interesting. I I wasn't a big fan of it. Now I, I am a, uh, I, I'm a Meg fan. I just I thought the song sounded forced a little bit. I just what's the name of that Travis song again? Uh, franchise. Franchise. I'm sorry. Go it's ahead. called it's called Franchise. But um, yeah, I just I don't know, man. Everybody, I don't think you can just throw people on a song together and it'll work. You know, I I think there has to be a level of chemistry a little bit before. You think that was a you think that was a industry connection? I I think so. Okay. I, yeah. I, I think so. You can kind of tell when those things happen. You you can tell. I thought the I thought the Megan uh Cardi thing was uh an industry connection. Not that I not that I don't think they wouldn't make a good song together. I For just sure. I just felt like maybe they got a couple more songs from Tuck that would have been better than WAP. I thought WAP was kind of forced. I hate WAP. I I don't like WAP. I cause. The way Meg rapped on it, I was like, "That's that's not her fault." She could have came so much harder. Yeah, yeah, I, I didn't like it. I, I I honestly feel like they had something better. Like, I, you can't tell me they they don't have songs together that weren't better than yeah. WAP. Um, the other song that they had together was way better. It was more organic in my opinion. So, gotcha, gotcha. Um, like I said, new music from Meg. Um, 
Not really a biggest fan, but y'all can check it out if you want. Um, I can't even remember the name of it. That's the bad part. Mm-hmm. But I, I try to listen to everything new. Fridays is normally the day I, I, I tune in to new music. So Fridays, I, I check what's new. So okay. um, Megan Thugger got a song if y'all want to check it out. It's pretty decent. Um, not really anything else that came out that I necessarily checked for. Trippy Red dropped the project. I'm not really a Trippy Red Well, let fan. me get into what I've listened to. Lately. What have you? Because it's been, it's been a couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We haven't, we haven't discussed has. music. We got some cut off on sports. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, people been letting me. They're like, nigga. And I'm glad oh, they tell oh. you, bro. Because I'm, you know, I'm sensitive. So. <laughs> what you mean? Y'all uh, like sports? Yeah, so. Let me let me go back. I'm gonna go back a couple of weeks, y'all. So don't kill me. Uh, I'm gonna go back to. Uh, I'm gonna go back to the Nas project. Uh, oh. It was a while back, King's Disease, and I, I do that because Nas is my first favorite favorite rapper. Okay. Uh, he's he's the first. I listen. My first rap album uh, was East 1999 by Bone. Mine too. <laughs> really. So I, you know, I got older siblings. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. So I yeah. used to hear them around the house. Uh, Bone, I didn't, I didn't hear the Tupac album, but I, I, I knew who Tupac was. But East Ninety Nine was the first like rap I was introduced, and I, I, yeah. I, would, I would learn the words to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. So I liked it. I, I wasn't like, you know, I wasn't completely sold on rap. Uh, the, then it was um, Me Against the World. Okay. Which was the first rap album I learned from front to back. I knew every word. Okay. To me against the world. And then it was Illmatic. Nigga changed my life. So I know J. Cole said this in a song, so I hate even saying this. It's going to sound like I'm biting him. But I would listen to Nas songs and write them down because I couldn't, I was so new to hip hop, I couldn't pick up on everything he was saying and like really digest it at once. Mm-hmm. So I would write it down so I could read it. Okay. And I was like, shit, he's painting pictures. Yeah. Like, this is what rap is? I didn't yeah. know. You know, I'm a dude from the South. Like, you know, hip hop was a, a New York thing, something that was popular in New York. Right. I know like I'm not that fucking old, you know, because right. I'm talking the nineties here. Yeah. But when I heard Nas, like that's when I really fell in love with hip hop. Right. So yeah, man, I was very disappointed in the Yay project, you know what I'm saying? Which I don't you know, I don't want to shit on Yay, I don't want to shit on Nas, but you know, I I just think they tried to force something that didn't work. It was forced. Yeah, but this this him and uh him and Hit Boy, bro. Hit Boy, another Hit another, of all people, another Hit. another another young goat in the making, bro. Um, I I like so you know whenever you get an artist like Nas who is you know of an older generation and a producer like Hit Boy is from the younger generation, mm-hmm. I feel like there's a um a need to make more up to date sounding songs, right? Mm-hmm. I think a lot of times you know some of the older artists try that. I didn't, I didn't get any of that on this project. I yeah, thought it was yeah, yeah. completely organic. I thought everything meshed really, really, really well. Mm-hmm. Um, it just was a good body of work, bro. And I think Hit Boy really got a chance to show um, his versatility on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Being on a, a, a album with an artist like that. Yeah. I think um, I think Nas didn't didn't love boy him. You know, you know when you get in a room with an OG yeah, yeah, yeah. and you kind of just... You know, you've been in that situation, man. Yeah, like, yeah. You've been in a room with the OGs, man. For those of you who are not real niggas, I'll, I'll explain to you. <laughs> like, when you get in a room with an OG, man, you just kind of fall in line and just, you know what I'm saying? You, you go off their vibe. Mm-hmm. I think now it's just like, nah, bro, do you? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and, nah, like, I agree. And, and I think they found a dope middle ground in that way because now I seem laid back. You yeah. Like the same yeah. I, 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 they, I think they tell really well. I honestly yeah. would like to hear another project from them. Nigga, I, I want 
<laughs> if Hip Boy could do all of Nas projects, man, I'd be a happy like, camper, bro. Oh my god, I'd be a happy um, camper. I, again, I was really impressed with the album. The whole album was solid to me. Um, yeah, just I mean, again, Nas is one of those greats. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But I think, like I said, Hip Boy really solidified his place. In the, in the industry. Not that he hasn't been there already, but I really mm. think he leveled up a little bit. Oh, yeah, because that's, once again, the Mount Rushmore. Nas is on that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he came to you for a project. Yeah. yeah. It solidifies what we were saying. Yeah, earlier. and it was a little bit of a risk, you know what I'm saying, getting on the album like that, because he risked the chance of being bad long. Yeah. Say, what we thought it was going to be, but, I mean, he, he delivered, in my opinion. So, he did. Yeah, that's what he said. This is Hit Boy producer supposed to slap. Right? <laughs> Man, what? Man. Um, uh, shout out to Dirk, man. Dirk was on that album. Dirk has been killing the game lately on the feature tip. Dirk, yes. Dirk, so Lil Dirk is one of them uh, people that like I was not the biggest fan of. But this, Dirk falling into this feature role of being of him calling himself the voice. Mm-hmm. I like that Dirk. Yeah. I don't like drill rap Dirk. I like the voice Dirk. Yeah, I gave Dirk a little, little hard time. So I feel like for a while his songwriting just wasn't good. Okay. Um, I can see that. Uh, just the delivery and everything. I just think he needed to tweak it. I feel like now he's in a, a pocket where he feels comfortable, like mm-hmm. the features. I think he's found a comfortable pocket with doing features, mm-hmm. and now he's doing a lot better when it comes to his own music and his own songs. So like, I, I think everything just flows way better than it did. It was a time where, a little bit after This Ain't What You Want, where I feel like he was just really trying to find himself, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. and, and trying trying to find his lane or whatever. Not necessarily, not necessarily his lane, but trying to find a, a comfortable pocket. I think he has that now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? With a lot of the features and the songs I've heard, I'm like, okay, mm. he's starting to figure out who he is as an artist. So, yeah, um, yeah Dirk, Dirk been killing me, bro. Um, Dirk I, been killing me. I'm going to challenge Dirk. I'm going to challenge Dirk on my podcast that he doesn't give a fuck about. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to challenge Dirk. So, Chicago always has a representative, right? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, the first one I remember is Twister. Right. Uh, after Twister, it was Ye. Mm-hmm. After Ye, I thought it was Chance, but I don't want to talk about. That. <laughs> Listen, I'm not. I will not shade Chance on my podcast because I love Chance as a human I and do. as an artist. I, I I do too, which is why I be critical of him sometimes. So, but you know what? I'm saying too much. He fumbled the bag on the one yard. Yeah, line. I, I, you know, I, I just you know, and it's nothing wrong. Just I, I think he's in a place where um. I think he's happy, you know, so he doesn't really have a desire to make music as much, which is cool, which which is cool. We all get to, we all get, you know, times where we just... That ain't it, bro. You don't think that's it? Nah. That nigga need that acid. <laughs> get back on the acid, Chance. You need the drugs? I'm just saying, I'm saying, just stay clean. I just think he don't, I just think he's he's content. So, like, you know when you're hungry and you, like, you trying to prove to people what you can do musically? Yeah, 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 I don't think he, he he's cool. So I don't feel like he, I don't think he feels like he has to prove anything. So he doesn't really, you know. Well, he 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 hasn't let me down. There is a Chicago artist that let me down, but we'll okay. Maybe we'll get into that. Okay. Maybe we will. But um, I feel like um, Chance is just in a different place right now. I don't think the Chicago banner is his to carry. I thought it was. But I don't. For a while, think, I did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I think, I think he's he's a goat in his own right. But eh, I'm challenging Dirk to step up and take that. Like now, listen, Chance can come back and snatch it yeah. and say fuck everything yeah. we talk about yeah. right now. Chance is totally capable of that. Yeah. 
But Dirk, if you're gonna do it, now it's just and I'm, a, I'm you know what though I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna do a little segue. So I I think it's Dirk's because of rest in peace to Juice World. Mm-hmm. I think Juice World was that next. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Super super yeah. huge. Hands down. I, I and I, I I truly believe that. I mean that the kid could he was very talented. I mm-hmm. I think Juice World was that. I think Dirk has the opportunity to kind of fill that void a little bit. I think Juice World was hip hop's weekend. Yeah. Which is big as hell. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like it sounds like I'm undermining it. I'm not. The weekend is huge. No, I, I think people don't understand how much of an influence Juice had in just a little bit of time he was around. Yeah. Like yeah. just hearing all the songs that are coming out now with all the artists he's worked with. Mm-hmm. And him even, him even having a song with the weekend, like mm-hmm. he influenced a lot of people. And he was so young. Like I really think he was the next Huge, huge mega star out of Chicago. You know what I mean? Yeah, I fucks so, with it. I fucks yeah. with it. Okay, well, we'll get into it since we're here on yeah, yeah. Chicago artists. I mean, like, I mean, I have a list, but it's like I ain't gonna lie, but it's like two minutes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so we're, we're here. We're here. Um, the artist that I'm disappointed in immensely because I thought he was taking the Chicago banner and he was taking that motherfucker to Pluto. Okay, Vic Mensa. Uh yeah 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 I don't uh, I'm not I'm not gonna say he's a failure uh, but I I, he's I did not a failure I did I did feel like uh I expect a little more out of him yeah I feel like Vic Mensa had one of the largest creative fall offs I've ever witnessed okay if I, I listen to that. listen to the internet mixtape right mm-hmm. you got Orange Soda mm-hmm. you got Lovely Day mm-hmm. you got uh. The Save Money song, like he had all like Vic Mensa was a rapping ass for real. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and and you know I know he went through his mental health things. I know he went through his drug drug abuse things mm-hmm. and he cleaned up and he rebranded and he came back. And I don't know who he is as an artist now. I listened to a few projects. He dropped one recently. Yeah, so this still falls on mm-hmm. top. And I was just like, still not it. Now that being said, I didn't hate his debut album. I actually like this. No, I liked it. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm a, I'm a Vic fan, so, but I like yeah. it. But it's, it's still not internet. Vic. It's not, yeah, no. Nah. Or um, the, the, the mixtape days with Chance when he was going bar for bar back and forth with Chance. Like, but you know I what I think it might be? I think, which which a lot of artists do do go, go through, I think. I, I think he struggles between, should I be, you know, internet Vic or conscious mm. sometimes. And um, I want to, like, I always want to. It's you can you can do both. I feel like you can make you know the music that you feel comfortable and be conscious at the same time. Mm-hmm. You don't always have to be oh well this is happening so I have to. Be. Don't force being conscious. If okay. this is the music you feel comfortable making and you cool with it, do that. You can be conscious with your actions outside of music. You know what I'm saying? Don't necessarily yeah. you don't have to force it in your music. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Actions speak louder than words, in my opinion. You can still make the music that you want to make and, and go out and, and do what you want to do in the community. You know who struggled with that to me? Who? Common. Yeah. Because Common has two of my all-time favorite projects. Really? B. B, B was... Oh. B, is, B is on my top five. B is... Oh. Listen, niggas, if you want to debate me on that, you want to try to shit on me, nigga, listen, I got time, because anytime you want to debate me on B, that is the perfect... Hip hop album. Niggas can't say shit to me about B. Perfect shit. I ain't gonna lie, bro. I ain't gonna lie, bro. And the one after that, the one uh 
where he had the song with Will I Am on producing it. He had Alicia Keys in the video. Oh, uh, that's like I go to my phone. Don't worry, about it, bro. Don't worry about it. I got you right. No, I you know you know what though I I, I kind of agree with that. I kind of agree with that. And like I said, I'm not. I'm. I don't want people to think like I'm trying to bash or not conscious artists. Like, no, not if at that's all. what you do, do that. But I, I know a lot of people that are only finding forever. Finding forever. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I know a lot of artists that are conscious because they feel like this is what they have to be. If you like making a party record every now and then, do that. That don't take away from who you are in the community and who you are as a person. Yeah. As long as I feel like you're not being overly negative or detrimental. Yeah. Make it, you know what I'm saying? Because that's who you are at the end of the day. You yeah. like to have fun. Everybody, you know, we're all people at the end of the day. Yeah. We like to, you know, kick back and, and, and get away from, you know. Guys too. That yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, 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 I agree with that big take. I, I honestly, I, I'm, a, I'm a piggyback off that. I think save money in general. Mm-hmm. Um, just that whole collective. Because I, I watched that grow organically. Mm-hmm. Like the Caleb James's, um, um, Joey Perk. Like I, I used to. Study them like faithfully, like yeah, I yeah. watched them grow to what they were organically. For them to, like, from what I heard, they not even speaking a lot. All I mean, yeah, they broke up. They broke up. The band broke up, uh, and that's also around the same time that I, I believe Vic broke up with Chance. But that was the fallout to me. But I also, yeah, I've kind of read between the lines and mm-hmm. pieced stuff together. But you know, Vic struggled with addiction, and yeah, a few other things. And I think I'm sure Chance did too. So I'm pretty sure yeah, something like they maybe yeah, had a distance. Yeah. Yeah. To, you know, clean themselves. Like, but you're good for them. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But I, I just, man, I, I see that, and I'm like, save money was like, like I modeled my little collective after that. Like yeah, the yeah, way yeah. they were able to build their <laughs> following. Man, like, I was like, <laughs> ass niggas, uh, it was, and like I said, I, I just came home from college. It was like 2013, so I was mm-hmm. like, 10 day it came out. Like I watched that literally grow to what it was. For that to not still be a thing is a little. Man, ten days a classic. Ten days a classic, bro. Bro, what's the uh, prom night? Prom night is my song. Uh, 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 Family matters, my song. Man. Like Vic, like I mean, just all brain the same sales. brain cells. Like to watch that go. Uh, 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 Juke Juke, mm-hmm. you know, produced by you know Caleb did the beat. Like mm-hmm. just to watch that go to what it was. It's it's almost a tragedy. Like they're not still. Prominent and, and together again. Oh man, I wish they could. If y'all listen to Save Money, need to get back together. Do a reunion tour, whatever. But that was just such a huge movement. I think it would have benefited the city in so many ways. You know what I mean? For sure. Sorry, y'all. I'm I'm taking those juke juke. It's definitely gonna be the intro song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was my shit, bro. Man. That was my shit. And, and like I said before, you today is my favorite chance project. Don't get me wrong. Acid rap is. It's Ooh, up there. It's close. But 10 days, I'll rap 10 days back to back, bro. Really? Yeah. When I first heard Brain Cells, I was like, yo. Bro. Who is this nigga? Like, you rapping like this. I was away in, I was going to school in Indiana, bro. And my homie was like, yeah, my, this dude I know, he made a, he made a mixtape when he was suspended. I said, that sounds stupid as hell. <laughs> Play that shit. <laughs> and he played me, uh, fuck you talking about. Mm. But when I heard that, I had everybody down in Bloomington, Indiana, listening to that shit, yeah, rapping yeah, yeah. that shit word for word. Bro. Oh my god! Like it was just a, a, a organic moment, you know what I'm saying? I was in like, Atlanta at the time, man. And like when I tell you, I couldn't get nobody to fuck with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, bro. man, like what you listen to? They hear about oh, this shit. I right. this, like, this shit. I, 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 I know. This shit. I know. DJs to play this shit, but uh, 
Chance came hard, man. So yeah. I, I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna get back to music, man, real quick, so we don't stay on it too long. Which you know, it's a, it's a rapper on this podcast. So I can go long for music. Yeah, Fuck y'all. man. I mean, y'all, everybody like <laughs> don't like music, bro. You know what I'm um, saying? So then I listened to the Sean album, Detroit Two. Which uh, mixed reviews, mixed reviews from a lot of people. I personally love it. I love it. Um, yeah. Okay, let me ask you this: What were some of the negatives? Because I didn't hear nothing. I mean, not on my timeline. My timeline, I loved it. But then again, my timeline. everything's his voice. People, people hate his monotone. Um, tone. I mean, that's cool. I mean, you gotta listen to the words, though. I mean, everybody don't have. To, I mean, the baby. People say they don't like the baby's voice. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just. I, I thought it was dope. I thought he. Uh, this was the first project where I felt like, excuse me, he really opened up a lot about. You know, he took some time off. So anytime a rapper takes some time off, I want to hear what you what you've been doing in that time and off. He and came he, correct. And I feel like he came correct. I thought um, he had a song on there with Post Malone called Wolves. I thought that shit was super dope. I never thought him and Sean would even fit on a song together. Fire. That was dope. Yeah. Um, the intro track was fire, of course. Whenever yeah. you got an album, the intro gotta be. Yeah, um, I just thought it was a good project. You know Lucky me was my shit. Oh yeah, that's a that's a vibe. Lucky bro. me was my shit. Uh, you, song he, with Nip. Yeah, song with Nip, of course. Yeah. Um, he hinted at you know more songs with Janae. Um, yeah. So I yeah. I thought that was dope. You know what I'm saying? I'm a big Janae fan. So um, Sean, you better marry her, bro. I'm, I think they I think they like perfect for each other, bro. Like like so, but I heard she's pretty toxic. But you know, it is what it is to me. I Love not, ain't easy. I will not get into my experience dating. Um, yeah, we ain't gonna talk about that. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, the next album, uh, Carter Five. Yeah. Lil Wayne, Lil Wayne. Honestly, it got one listen from me. Didn't hate it. Didn't love it. I didn't. I didn't hate. It. I one thing I will say, I I do think Wayne still raps at a high level. I just think that he's been doing it so long, nobody cares. And that's um, that's some shit right there. Like we know we good. It's just, we don't care anymore. Yeah, I think I think Wayne is getting. Uh, uh, I'm not gonna say what I was about to say. I, you know, I love Lil Wayne too much. To say what but I was you know saying. what I've always said though. I think Wayne is in a position in his career where he can just fall back and just mentor or put other artists on. I don't think he necessarily. I, I don't think he got to rap another bar a day in his life. I agree with Joe Budden that Lil Wayne should fucking own Universal. I agree with that. He should own Universal Music. No, I agree right? with that. Period. I Period. Agree. What's so crazy? That's that's if you want to talk a. a Four to five years span, mm-hmm. just what he's done for them. Yeah, yeah. he elevated them to yeah. like a different plane, man. So I, I, yeah. So I, like I said, I don't. Wayne can never rap another bar. I still be cool with it because I, I know what he is. He, he's a, he's a goat in my eyes. So mm-hmm. it ain't nothing else I can I can say about that. All right, next on my list, man. Uh, my second favorite out of everything dropped recently, second next to favorite. next to the Twenty One Savage. <laughs> second favorite, my boy, man. The legend himself. What are you talking about? Bryson Tiller. Oh, Anniversary. Yeah. I loved you, it. You loved it? Loved um, it. Loved it. I, I liked it. I liked it. But mm-hmm. whenever I hear it, I, I just be like, man, I know he just doesn't like me. Our stuff like. For sure. He I doesn't. Said, I, said, I know what you mean when you say that. Yeah. And it's, it's, they it's, don't Tennessee whooping their ass. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Go ahead. I, I, I just feel like, you know, you know I know you can tell like he just hates everything that comes with being an artist. He makes great music, yeah, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. But you can tell he just hates dealing with all the bullshit that comes with it. And it's unfortunate because you never know when you're going to get another project from him because of, you know, how it feels about the industry. So, But I, I love the project. The, the joint with him and Drake was dope. 
Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of R&B, since we on that, it's another artist I stumbled upon. His name is Blast. B-L-X-S-T-S. You know what, Sonny? Blast is a smooth... God works in mysterious ways. Blast. I've been looking at it, but I was like, the nigga didn't use an A out on the download. Nah, Blast is a smooth-ass nigga, bro. Uh... I think uh, he's from the West Coast. Um, okay. Actually, okay. I I was introduced Gosh. to him. He had a song with Mozzie, uh, artist out of uh, out of the Bay Area. Yeah, and so Mozzie, I'm like, bro. okay, okay, I'm familiar with. It. Let me go check his EP. He had a little EP out. Nice little vibe, bro. You know what I'm saying? I put it in the car. You know what I'm saying? I ride home to it. You know what I'm saying? I, days after work, you know, I'm trying to unwind. But um, dope artist, man. His name is Blast. <laughs> B L X S T. So if y'all ever you know, got some got some free time, man. Check him out, man. It's a really dope, dope artist. You know, R and B vibe. So I'll check out Blast, man. Yeah. You know, I was looking at for a, a, a lot, a while, and I hate the way like these little niggas spell their names. Yeah. Like, Use an A, nigga. Not it now. Hey, hey low key, that's <laughs> like, it. Took me a while to listen to Black because of that. Like, man, I ain't listen to fucking I love six black. I love I, but I love him now, though, right? right. I fuck oh up. man, man. No, I love him now, but it, yeah, it, it yeah, took yeah, me a while because I'm like, damn, that nigga got a sick. What the fuck is that? Um. Another album I recently listened to, another Chicago artist I felt didn't live up to oh, the platform oh. he was given. <clears throat> Rocky Fresh. I ain't gonna talk about that, bro. I, I got a lot of things that. Mm, mm, no, no. I never. I. She don't expound. No. So to be honest, Rocky Fresh never did it for me. Mm. Never did it for me. I never. I mean, I thought he was decent. I. I mean, I, when he first came out, he had the little retro thing going. I was like, that's cool, but he never did it for me. I love Driving 88. I played the fuck out of Driving 88 and everything else since then. I've been like, Yo. he just doesn't do it for me, bro. I'm going to be 100% honest. Oh, like, nothing, nothing wrong with I, that? I try, I try, I try to, you know, I always try to show love to the crib, but Rocky Fresh just doesn't do it for me. Nothing wrong with that. I won't say Same thing with Valet. Valet just don't do it for me. Yeah, I love Valet Freestyle. I don't like it either. Yeah, I don't, I, I think, I, you know what I think it is? I think Valet just disappointed me more than anything. I, I just feel like he uh he had all this buzz. I'm like, oh, he got signed with Ye. Like, he's really about to do it. And then, nothing. nothing. Yeah, so. Yeah, you know, the yeah, homie plug don't always work. Yeah, it don't. Um, the next album, uh, Reason. Uh, I did not listen to Reason yet. I've only listened to it once, and I want to give it its due diligence. So I'm going to play it again. Uh, first listen, cool. Cool. I think Reason, uh, Reason has stepped into... Reason playing on the West Coast. He playing. He playing in the Western Conference mm-hmm. with his style. Yeah. He he's in there with Kendrick. He's mm-hmm. in there with Cole. He's in there with Wale. Right. Sean. Like he's in the Western Conference of hip hop with his six. style. Right. Yeah. So he 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 has a lot. Uh, the weight on his shoulders head. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. I, I'll be honest. I I the only reason I didn't listen to it. I read for Kendrick, bro. Like if <laughs> if 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 TD put anything. Out, it gotta be Kendrick. Bro. I'm just like, yeah. I'm 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 dying for some Kendrick. Kendrick's my favorite rapper. Yeah. Um, I'm dying for some some, some K Dot man. If anything come out of TV, gotta be Kendrick. Bro. I well, K Dot, he one of them artists, man. He gotta release when he wanna release. Man, boy, it's been a long time. He gotta do when he wanna do it, bro. I know. <laughs> he one of them I niggas. He, he's he's the he's the the current day Andre three thousand. Don't say that. <laughs> Don't say that because Andre came out. Don't say. Don't do. Don't do that. Kendrick bro. might not release shit up. Bro, don't say. I love that. Hit up. Just say. Nah, bro. But if he do, he goes shoot the video, bro. But listen, if he release it, it's gonna be fire. Oh, I know. He been uh, the game up. 
But yeah, but but reason um I've only given it one listen. I'm not in love with it yet. Uh okay. I, I really do like, you know, the uh the 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 song with Isaiah Rashad and Jid cuz you know, hometown homies. Okay. Uh, East Atlanta Playboy. And you talk about TDE I'm artists. A, I'm a big Jid fan. Oh, yeah, yeah, I love Jid. Yeah, Jid. I love Jid. Boy. <laughs> Can't you be careful. Hey, that, that, <laughs> man, that's, hey, man, that's, just, that's that nigga sign. <laughs> bro, that nigga key, I love you, bro. Like, like it's the first thing I heard from him, man. I was like, I get it, Cole. I get it. Yeah, no, no. You and, and like, you know, I, I was petty about that. I want you to know that. What's up? What's up? What's up? So you know, you know, I feel like whenever Cole used to drop, Kendrick would come and like slap that nigga down, right? And drop some shit. So I felt like he went and got a a a, a Kendrick, Kendrick. <laughs> uh, 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 sounded like. To kind of combat that, like, look, nigga, I got a nigga for you. That's, but you know, that's what's exciting about Jid to me, man. I feel like a lot of times, all the time, I've been around music so long. When artists first come out, I can tell you exactly who they're inspired by every single time. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I can tell you. So, but I love that shit because yeah. I love seeing them grow. Yeah. And I love watching Jid grow. I'm gonna play a couple of things for you from Jid that's not like like release, release yet. Yeah. And Jid, Jid. He's becoming something way different than Kendrick. Yeah. And it's put like this. If Kendrick and Three Stacks had a brainchild. Yeah, I agree. I agree. But you know, I, I like I like when the spitters come from Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? I think yeah. Atlanta always gets that, oh, they got the trap vibe. But like, and you know, when them spitters come from Atlanta, bro. It's different, bro. They, they different, different, bro. You know it's what I'm saying? That's why I like a lot. Them, 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 them Atlanta niggas, when they, when they yeah. spit, bro, they spit, bro. And I, then, like I, I appreciate that. And some shit. Yeah, um, bro, I appreciate but that's, that. You know, you know, off the back of the Griselda conversation, that's what Dreamville is to me. Dreamville is the Griselda of the South to me. Okay. You know, Earth Gang. Jid, yeah, uh, you know, I know Boss from New York, but Boss has a very, Boss has a very. He got a southern vibe to him. Yeah, he got a little bit of both. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah. saying. So, yeah. and then you got Cole. You yeah, know, of course. South Spinus. So it's it's like what, I, what's crazy. Is I, I when I when Cole first, I always thought he's from New York. Really? Because he went to St. John. Yo, so oh man, story time. <laughs> I, always, I always thought he's from New York. I when he first came out, I'm like, oh, he went to St. John's. Oh, he must be from upstate New York. I always yeah. thought he. I, until later on, I start researching. I'm like, oh, this nigga from the South. Okay. Yeah. So, um, once upon a time, I was engaged. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what is that's, not, that's not the focal point of the story. <laughs> don't just throw that. We're not, that's not the focal point of the story. We're going to get back to that later. No, we're not. <laughs> so, uh, I actually, uh, I, I met my ex-fiance on deployment. That's when I was in the military. Okay. So, um, she was like, she was from Fayetteville, North Carolina. Of course. She was like, yeah, it's, it's, it's a, it's a nigga from my hometown. Like you're a hip hop head. You have to listen to him. And I remember she, she showed me him and I'm like, all I seen was a tall, skinny, light skinned nigga. I'm like, oh, it's another Drake. I don't listen to that nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like that was like, I judged the book of my bro. I judged him. Like Cole, I'm so sorry. But you know, young nigga, I was stupid. Like, and she kept trying to put me on, kept trying to put me on, kept trying to put me on. And if you don't know anything about, you know, overseas, like when you're deployed in the military, like you work 16 hour shifts. Really? Seven days a week. Mm. So you have a lot of time. Right, and I had one of the old iPod shuffles that was okay. like, I had some one. gigs. Yeah. So um, one day I was like, man, shit, I, I, I shouldn't play no more. So let me download the come up. Mm. Yeah, bro. 
I've never listened to a rap artist and been like, this nigga rapping my life. Jermaine Cole was the first person that I listened to and I was like, this is my life, bro. What the fuck is this? When that nigga brought up Sally Mae, I was like, <laughs> I'm on the train, bro. You make a good salary just to pay Sally Mae. When, like, when he brought up Sally, that was it for me, bro. And I, I, I feel like that was his son. That that two thousand nine XXL freshman class mm. is the reason like I rap to that. Mm. Like I always, but that they made me want them and Bump J made me want to rap. Bump J, shout out to the the God, the and legend. You, niggas can't tell you if anybody ever say shit. I, I don't. I'm not. I'll fight I like you know. I I lived in Chicago as a kid, and and Bump J was it back then. Bro. And then when he got an NBA Live soundtrack. Bro. That? McDonald's? <laughs> yeah. McDonald's? I'm going to tell you a couple stories off off air about the, the shit I, I know yeah, about yeah, that. Yeah. But like, bro, when I say that, that I, I remember I remember I would rap like exactly like him. Like, delivery, that was my idol growing up. Uh, yeah. I remember 92.3 used to play freestyles. After ten o'clock, just all his stuff like that was my. I looked up. I was my idol, bro. Like that's crazy. That, that's a good. That was a, that was a, a question I actually had for you. If things went uh, sour, like who was the first artist you tried to mimic? Bump was the style. very first. Really? One. Bump was the very first one. Mm. Yep. I mm. I used to the cadence, the delivery, all that, bro. Like Bump was it for me. Like that was my idol, and it still is to this yeah. day. To this day, that's that's that's, that's it for me. If I get a feature, I shit, I fuck around quick. <laughs> <laughs> like that's that's my idol, bro. Like yeah, yeah. Mine was probably uh, mine was probably Ti. I was a big Ti fan probably too. Yeah, Ti was the and it, and it even though you know it's like I've gotten rid of for the most part I've gotten rid of my country accent, but it used to be really thick. But even like I realized <sighs> rappers like Ti. Meek Mill, Jay Z, they have a slang in their rap, mm-hmm. and it took me about a year of wasting my time to realize, like, no, that's them, bro. That's them. You yeah. can't, you can't mimic that. Yeah, you can't, you can't duplicate that. Like them niggas are blessed with something naturally. It's almost like being born six eight two fifty, but I can, you know, shoot a basketball like exactly. LeBron. You know, yeah, like Ti was the first nigga I actually. No, I was I was actually me and my brother Scott used to listen to Ti fans like we were big Ti fans, mm-hmm. huge, huge, huge like mixtape Ti, not like like industry. Yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. and flip like the welcome back from <laughs> style. Like, yeah, yeah, no, I, yeah. Yeah, man, oh, man, I gotta. I'm serious, like that. Them streets mixtapes was <laughs> man. Come on, dog. Used to ride that shit. Niggas, man. niggas went outside during that mixtape shit, bro. It wasn't man. Niggas was not outside during that mixtape shit. Uh, the last new project that I listened to. Uh, Back home by Trey Songs. Now I didn't. I didn't. I I wasn't going to. But every, <coughs> all the women, part of me, all the women on my timeline were hyping this shit up so much. I haven't heard anything about it since it came out though. I heard people saying, "Oh, Trey dropped something." You I got to on Twitter, bro. I told you, got to be on Twitter. I, you know what? I've been. I but since you said it, I've been trying to be on Twitter. <laughs> like, it just. Yeah, man. So um. Ah, uh, my Twitter family. I love y'all, Delph, man, but I, I don't fuck with this shit. Like, it's just elevated music, bro. I was trying my best to listen to it. And, and, like, people know I'm the biggest Trey Songs fan, bro. Really? 
I'm a huge Trey Songz fan. Oh. I feel like Trey Songz is the reason R&B still exists. There was a time where R&B was on life support. And that nigga had the defibrillator. No, I agree. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I agree. Like, fucking Trey Day, Ready, all of his mixtapes. Yeah. Fucking Pleasure, Passion, Pain. Mm-hmm. Like, those are the Anticipation mixtapes. Anticipation was that. Trey yeah. Songz has some classics. Absolutely. Like this nigga, like when you couldn't get a, you couldn't get a baby making CD. Nah. You go to Trey songs, bro. Yeah, nah, like, nah, that that it, nah, it was a time. Listen. Was that between two thousand eight, two thousand eleven? I think it wasn't a lot of R and B coming out. Mm-hmm. Trey was the go to. Listen, boy, Trey almost got me more than two kids. But I'm telling you, boy, you put Trey on. <laughs> when the women around back in the early twenties is, boy, yeah, you put that rap, huh? Man, the neighbors yeah. know my name. Listen, like Trey, Trey had a cracker. Yeah, so. Nah, Trey was the but this ain't it, bro. Like I, I've tried. I've, I've only tried once. I'll try again, and I, I may, I'm, I'm gonna give it a listen. I may walk it back. I, I see it's 22 songs. I didn't make it to five the first it's, time. It's how many? 22. I'm not listening. Hey, Trey, shot. I nothing against you, brother. Uh, I'm gonna song Summer Walker. Sway Lee. Oh shit! I didn't I, make it past song number five. I try. I, I just. I'll I probably know. listen to Sway Lee in the summer joint. I'm a, I'm a Sway Lee fan, but I'm gonna let you know right now. I won't be listening to all 22. I will. No, I will. not me. You you put twenty two songs out making me anxiety. No, I, but I'm the nigga that listens to all the Chris Brown songs too. Well, I did that, but it took, <laughs> it took, it took like three months. It took like three months. <laughs> but nigga, got twenty months. You got more than fifteen on that bitch. I get anxiety. Man, I ain't gonna lie. I'm like, oh, it's a lot of songs, bro. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I prefer shorter projects just because you know. I think ten to twelve. I think ten is perfect. I think ten is perfect. Yeah, 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 yeah. I said but 10 to 12, 12 is 10 to 12 is good. Yeah, 10 to 12. For sure. But my my pick will always be 10 songs. I feel like 10 songs is great. <sighs> but yeah, we, man. We do music? Is that? I think that's about everybody. That's everybody, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What does she got? I like it when you pick topics. Hey, man, you know. <laughs> no, nah, I, I just felt like it was a lot of mu- music I wanted to touch on, you know what I'm saying? Like a lot of stuff that, uh, you know, come out. So I wanted to make sure I. I definitely had to talk about my boy 21, bro. Oh, that shit went crazy. My nigga 21 came through with some shit. Came with it. Yeah, boy. Uh, what you what you want to get to next? I mean, I mean, I, I saw a really good story out there, man. Uh, Delonte West, we all, you know, well, at least OGs know him as LeBron's former teammate. Uh, also, the nigga that was allegedly smashing his mom. It's LeBron's stepdaddy, but we ain't yeah, but man, he had a hard fall off, man. Apparently, you know, he took to the the, the needle or the nose candy. I can't, I don't know which one it is uh, specifically, but uh, he was on the streets. He was homeless. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was an addict, and everyone just laughed at him the whole timeline. Everyone cracked jokes, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, he had got into an altercation or something on the street. He yeah, got, he got beat. But I, I I know he is he's always dealt with uh bipolar. He he has been diagnosed with uh, bipolar. being bipolar a while I think while he was in the NBA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I don't know if you guys remember a story where he got, you know, caught on a motorcycle and he had like a couple firearms on him. Um, no, did not remember that. Yeah, yeah, he got arrested. Uh I think he had like two shotguns on him Ooh. and a, a a pistol on him. Um but he, you know, he's he's had some mental health battles uh over the years and it Obviously, he succumbed to him, you know, with mm-hmm. um, abusing drugs. But uh, um, I think what Mark Cuban found him, or it was a video that went of out. All people, man. That's what I was gonna say, man. Like all these people talking shit on the net, 
you don't hear much from the basketball world. Mark fucking Cuban, man. Like, how many times does this guy have to impress us before, you mm-hmm. know, we, we draft him to the black delegation, bro? Like, <laughs> Mark yeah. Cuban is, like, a great man. Mark Cuban found Delonte West on the streets. I think everyone just laughed at him, posted him online, posted videos uh, of him, that's the- and kept it pushing. Mark Cuban went and got that man and, and, and funded know. Sent him to Florida and mm-hmm. funded his trip to Florida and his uh, admission into a uh, rehab facility. Mm-hmm. And he's currently doing well. I actually checked the day and uh, there was a picture of Delonte West riding a horse just looking happy. Yeah. You yeah. And I, um, I think he was reunited with his, his mom. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I believe he has children too. So I think that I think he hadn't talked to his mom in like two years. Ooh. Something like that. So um, he's getting the help he needs. I, I'm... It's really a feel good story. I was happy to see that. I was a, I was a fan of Delonte West. Him and Jamir Nelson at St. Joe's was, you know, Disgusting. my yeah Disgusting. yeah all all the real hoopers know. Um, yeah, but yeah, it was just good to see that man. Cause I, I hated to see him like that. You know, yeah, everybody falls on like I guys. I don't care how up you may think you are, at any given time it could be taken away. Just always always remember that. Well, I'm one of well for one. I have a very dark mind. Like I always. I see things. I guess some people will say it is negative. I, I like to say it, I like to say it is keeping myself grounded, man. Like when I pass a homeless person in the underpass or on the corner, you know we got hella hella homeless people here in Chicago. Mm-hmm. And all I can think is, damn, man, we're all one bad month, one I'm bad year, one bad week from being that. Like I I'm a firm believer in that, bro. Um, I was watching something one day on YouTube where they interviewed this homeless man who was like a successful like Wall Street accountant or some shit like mm-hmm. that. Like, yeah, we're all, we're one step away, man. That's why it's so important to always check on your strong friends, your mm-hmm. friends you barely hear from, because I'm telling you, as what's been, I've been labeled as the token strong friend. Uh, when I disappear, the friends that I'm checking up on typically don't check up on me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like, uh, and I'm fine with that. I'm cool with that. I have family that checks up on me. Yeah. But, you know, if you have a strong friend in your life, when they disappear, when they don't call, when you're used to them calling, text, when you're used to them texting, uh, be sure to check up on them, No, man. definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah, like you said, um, as far as, you know, the homeless people, they are people too, you know, at the end of the day. Yeah. Um, I got a homie, he's an artist as well. His name is Say. Um, he just shot a video recently, um. And uh, he actually featured a couple guys that were that were homeless in the video. Mm. And just to talk to them and get their story, like a lot of them had prominent lives before they Normal ended up. Normal ass lives. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, uh, I think one of the guys he talked to lost his mom, lost a sister, and lost two kids mm. in the span of like a year. And you know, things just spiraled out of control, and he ended mm. up on the streets. Um, you know, again, like I said, at the drop of a hat. Everything can be taken away from you. Never look down on people. Always understand that, you know, uh, things can be taken away from you. Like yeah, that, yeah, bro. Yeah. You know, um, and again, check on your strong friends. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I know a lot of times I deal with that. I feel like I'm, I'm one of the strong friends. Yeah. And sometimes I don't really want to open up because I feel like, hey, these people count on me to be strong. Yeah. How can I let these people know that, you know, I'm feeling weak today. Or I got a vulnerable moment. I don't, I can't do that. Yeah. So, um, I think it's important that we all have somebody we can go to and we can talk to when For we sure. have those vulnerable moments. You know For what I'm saying? Sure, it's important. Man. For sure. And, and I'm blessed, man. Like, I've, I've had very hard times in life. But, um, like I said, I'm blessed with a, with a family where when shit gets too bad, I have somewhere to go. Mm-hmm. 
that's not the case for everyone, man. And it might that's not gonna always be the case for me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's not gonna always be Absolutely. the case for anyone. So like, yeah, man, what Mark Cuban did is just like it's a testament to his character for me, especially as a billionaire who doesn't have to give a single Ain't got fuck it. Yeah. Yeah. about anything, anyone. I know it's all it's still basketball related, and you know he's the owner of the Dallas Mavericks. But I just, I just thought that was amazing. I thought I thought it was dope. I mean, how many teammates has Delonte had? Who I'm sure he was close with. That you know, you know, what I mean, that ain't you know probably haven't checked on. Not not saying that they're at fault or anything like that, but you know, for Mark Cuban, it makes me question it. You know, I don't know the full it's story. It's a little yeah, I don't know the full story either, but I I, I do think um you know what. You know, people saying the NBA is like a fraternity. I, I do. I like I said, I got questions. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean, like, why, why did he get it up? Yeah. That, that, you know, far off. But shout out to Mark Cuban, bro. Yeah, um, I mean, even he didn't have to do that. You know, he did. He didn't. And you know, talk about the NBA thing. Like, even I know, you know, me being a veteran, you know, my military brothers that I served with would never let me be on the streets. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, there should be that same comfort in the NBA, man. Like. I know military and the NBA is night and day, but I feel like they face their own challenges, man. Like imagine it's still being, a brotherhood, though. Imagine being nineteen and just giving twenty million. Yeah. If I was giving twenty million at nineteen, bro, I'd be broke now. Damn. Like I was a dumbass. <laughs> what are you telling me? I was stupid. <laughs> like, at twenty three, you give me twenty man, million. I'm gonna, I'm gonna fuck it up. Bro. I had a, I had a strip club addiction with no millions. You hear me? <laughs> so, we not go talk about this, man. Hey. When I went down south oh and really went to the to the strip club, nigga. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you, bro. Like lunchtime lunch at Follies, that was my shit, bro. Bruh. Uh, which brings to another good topic, man. Uh, <laughs> tell me about a time. Well, obviously you've been broke before. Like absolutely talking about like broke, broke. How did that change you as a man? I feel like it's a good topic, man. Like, um, when you've been broke in life, when you've been like just you didn't see a way out. Uh, it it, it makes you get creative. Mm. It makes you get creative. I, you know, I've been that broke college student. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Shout out to bunch of meds and, and Gray and all them who were my roommates. <laughs> yeah. We know what it was like to come back to the crib and the lights was off. Like, mm-hmm. It's humbling. Like mm-hmm. trust me. Like it's it's. It, 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 it allows you to be creative. I think that's why we're so close to this day with all of us living together and being essentially poor college students. Yeah. It it, it, it helped us grow as men. Um you, you you just gotta you gotta learn how to hustle. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean you learn how to stretch that fifty bucks or, or twenty dollars, whatever it may you. be. You you learn how to and, and until you learn how to value a dollar, I think more. Um, so yeah, man, I, I uh it's hard to date. Impossible. Again, honestly, again, you gotta get creative. (laughs) You gotta get very creative. But but you know what though, I you know talking to women I've dealt with in the past who have been around broke me, I think they have appreciated the things I was willing to do to you know show them a good time with the limited amount of funds that I had. Yeah. yeah, Um. So I think people appreciate it more. But yeah, man, it's it, man, bro. I ain't saying I'm rich now. I'm, I'm not. (laughs) <laughs> like being broke like I used to be a nigga like oh yeah you, you definitely uh your alcohol is a lot cheaper <laughs> I, I, would, I drink e and J. oh yeah hey I ate $10 for a fifth you can't beat it you know what I'm saying so um it's it's a humbling thing but I think um it builds character more than anything <laughs> how are you because okay so when did you join I ain't saying like you joined the military and you just got rich but 
joining the military? Like, what age did you join the military? Um, like I was parking cars at the horseshoe. <laughs> what? You had to run out with the horseshoe too? I had a gig at the horseshoe, <laughs> bro. I was out there parking cars, bro. Enough me. You So, um, yeah, man, and it was like, ah, uh, this can't be life, bro. <laughs> right, right. You know what I'm saying? So, um, my kid got sick. Oh, wow. So, um, I remember we, we did a little we did a little flip mode, got my baby mama under my under her dad's insurance. Okay. Cause she was still technically in college. Right, right, so right. She got the coverage. And I remember thinking like, bro, you a grown ass man, you can't even fucking provide insurance for your kid. And it's crazy because like I was literally walking through the mall and so I'm having this <laughs> thought. Uh not to mention like a couple of months prior to that, I got evicted. Really? Yeah, yeah. Which I don't know if anyone's ever been through an eviction, man. But it's like, bro, that be, being evicted has to be the lowest of the. No, nah, we, we was close. We ain't gonna lie. <laughs> you come home and your shit outside. <laughs> Your shit is outside. Again, humbling, right? <laughs> I was in an apartment complex. They had my shit at the sign, like my stuff, bro. My stuff. And niggas know what it is when that shit happens. Like, it ain't no secret. So I remember, like, I, bro, I remember literally waiting tonight to get what I could get because I didn't want to be seen. You know what I'm saying? No, no, no. It's humbling, bro. Yeah. So, you know, you know, I had to recover from that. But you know what I'm saying? But like I said, thing happened to my kid. And I had this thought as I was walking through the mall. And uh, <laughs> just so happened uh, at the time, uh, South Lake Mall in Maryville. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. And uh, there was a recruiter office. And I remember saying, Fuck it. I know exactly what off you talking about, but go ahead. <laughs> exactly. Fuck it. When can I ship out, bro? Like, I, I literally walked in there. And the thing that's crazy is, so my dad's a Marine. My dad was like, nigga, you got to kill me to join a Marine. My dad did not want me to be a Marine. Really? So I was like, okay, out of respect for my father, Marine's out of the question. Okay. So I went in there looking for the Navy. I went in there, and just so happened, like, I went in there at lunch, and the Air Force nigga walked in with his little bag. Can I help you? I was like, yeah, I'm looking for neighbor recruit. He was like, well, he ain't here, but uh, <laughs> I am. Right. And I was like, I like your spirit. You know, yeah, I, went, yeah, I, went, yeah. I went talk to him, man, and it I was, was out, bro. Like three months later, I was. Are out. you serious? Yeah, yeah I was. Okay. I signed that day. Okay. I signed that day, and he got me. So I didn't even get a bonus that first time. Like I was, I was like, man, just sign me up. Yeah, yeah. Really? yeah he got me. But um, when I resigned, I got like a twenty thousand dollar bonus. So that was cool. Okay. So it made up for it. But, uh, yeah, man, that was it. Like, saved my life. Yeah. Saved my life. Yeah. Uh, military paid for the degree, finished the degree. The, the degree. Uh, was able to take care of my kids how I wanted to and able to elevate myself, uh, finish school, whatever. So, that, yeah, that was cool. Yeah, I, I think, um, you know, like I said, again, you know, being poor, them humbling moments, like, I, I, mean, I know me personally, I don't forget that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I remember, like I said, and the lights was off, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah. trying to, you know, trying to do the right thing, you know, go to school, get an education. It was it was hard, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. And then, you know, like I said, even even growing up, it wasn't always, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. money just flowing or whatever. Yeah. But um like I see, I, I think you learn to appreciate stuff more, bro. I'm trying to tell you, bro. Like, I I learned how to make uh in um shout out to my youngest kid's mom, man. Cause I was I, I was dating her, um, Around the time a lot of tough shit was happening, man. 
she taught me how to make like twenty dollars stretch. Man, listen, look. like, I mean, this this like this this woman was amazing. Like, man, she can make twenty dollars last a week. I'm bro, <laughs> and, and, like, and that's what? why I don't think people understand. Like, when you don't have it, oh, you, you, you find so many. I, bro, I remember we had found these coupons from Quiznos mm. for like buy one get one free. So we split it. Bro, we had like forty of these things, fifty mm. of these things. We just found them and took them. Mm-hmm. But like that's how we was eating it. Yeah, <laughs> Boy, yeah, like yeah. we go to Faisoli's and use these coupons. We we found a printer, print out a bunch of coupons. Yeah, like like yeah. you find ways to to survive. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And now that you know I'm older, I'm, I'm more settled. Like I look back at that, like I I use that approach when it comes to you know what I do with music mm-hmm. and, and even this. You know what I'm saying? Like I may not have like the biggest funding in the world, but like mm-hmm. shit, I know how to make some shit happen. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like. Well, it taught me, you know, because even, you know, you talk about college, man. I was a broke-ass college athlete, man. Like, I would write papers for niggas. I wrote, yeah. Bruh. Papers. Uh, I remember uh, printing flyers, because, you know, like, I've, I've worked on computers since I was a kid. So, like, I, I had flyers in the, the dormitory uh, entrance. Mm-hmm. Like, you need your computer fix. Hit me up. <laughs> you know what yeah. I'm saying? You know, you know, you know $20. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yep. Man, it's, it's got the blue screen. Man, don't worry about it. I got you. $20. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it, it teaches you how to be resourceful, bro. You yeah. use every skill you know. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. I, like I said, I, I don't, like I said, I didn't like it. Mm-hmm. But I definitely learned a lot from it. Though. I learned how to hustle. You know what I'm saying? I learned how to, you know, do stuff on the fly. I learned stuff on my own. Yeah, man. Um, I would also say, man, like, like, being broke, how it changed me is I used to be one of the people who followed the hype. And um, just, just materialism in general man Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying and like as an adult man like i've never been into materialism like even in my highest of the high yeah you know what i'm saying like having more money than i knew what to do with like i've never been about the materialistic shit i've never been that type or the fake shit never been that type uh you know i see all these you know people that, that are obsessed with like gucci and all that it's like I never had that before. Why would I need it now? You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I just I'm a I'm a leisure guy, bro. I've always it, Nike is the the biggest designer. I you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like a Nike sweatsuit is expensive. Like that's already, I because I was an athlete. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I like to be comfortable. I like casual stuff. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I've never been the designer that's designed. I've never been that. Yeah, and I mean even I've had designer. I've had a lot of designer actually, but yeah. even when I had it, it was it was. I was always, like, just such a hustle about it, man. Like, I remember, man, you know, I had some Balenciaga sneaks, like, uh, sneaks in the early, like, 2010s. <laughs> and I was like, I said to myself, I'm going to wear these type twice and flip them. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just I just had that mentality, bro. And it was from being just, you know, a broke-ass nigga. Being broke. <laughs> broke as fuck. How did, how did you approach women as, as, like, a broke nigga? Oh, man. I ain't a lot of being a, a broke nigga and they, it, it, it be kind of lit sometimes. <laughs> Listen, bro, like, like, in, in my hey, when she broke too, bro, like. In my hey, hey, like, in my day when I was, like, really out here in these streets, bro, like, the women you get being sink, I mean, being broke versus the women you get when you have bread, it ain't no comparison. They're no. way better. Way better. You have way more fun, bro. I'm trying to tell oh you, God. you have such a better time with the broke, when well, y'all both broke, Yeah, yeah. you have such a good time, bro, they appreciate shit more, well, man. I remember uh, when I was a college student, man. <laughs> <laughs> the the Faisoli coupons oh came in God. handy. 
Bruh, I was I was doing a summer internship, bruh, uh, in Atlanta one summer in my college days. You were lit too, bruh. I had a forty year old lawyer chick. When I tell you I was broke as a joke, <laughs> and this shit, but you know what, man? I appreciate her so much, man. She was so one hundred, man. She was like, man, look, man, I just got a divorce. I just need someone to break me off. She was like, man, you come to the crib anytime, you need whips anytime. She was like, man, and I'm gonna make you a man. She, she was like, oh, you teach, had one of them. She was like, I'm gonna teach you this money shit. Was she from the south though? Yeah, yeah, she was. Oh, that's she was, she was. She was from uh, she was from Mississippi. That's why. But she was a lawyer, and uh, man, this chick taught me the game, g. Nah. Just on flipping, she, she used to take me with her, man, because she had like you know her side hustles where she did business deals. Okay. And the way she interacted with motherfuckers, I'm like, oh, she bossed the fuck up. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like she like, I learned from her how to move in a room full of sharks. Yeah. So that southern hustle is different though. I, I always, I tell, like I said, I, I tell my hat to the, the southern artists. Mm-hmm. I feel like they know, like you said, QC for example. Mm-hmm. Them dudes know how to hustle, bro. At the end of the day, them them, them southern labels and them southern artists, yeah, yeah, they know yeah. how to hustle, bro. Better than up north. I, I, I say it. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Like they just they just understand business better because they ain't had no big labels or they didn't have the platform that we have up up here. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like they just know how to get to it. Yeah, man, it's just one of them things, man. Like I told you, I told you about my, my father's highs, man. Well, my father's lows. You know, my father, you know, he got away from the industry and he tried to do his own thing, mm-hmm. and we struggled. We struggled a lot, man. Like my pops took me with him when he was driving concrete trucks. You know what I'm saying? And like made me unload the concrete cinder block from the truck at the real estate site so mm-hmm. they could build a house. And he was like, "Yeah, you, you gonna go to college, ain't you, motherfucker?" You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> like, shit like that. So, uh, but I, what I, I I admire your dad because a lot of people who were in the music industry that it may not things may not be going on right now. Mm-hmm. He 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 found a way though. Now my pops is the definition of a hustler, man. And I I, I I admire that so much. You know, I think that's why I look up to Joe Joe Budden a lot. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like Joe reminds me of my pops. It's it, it's so hard for yeah. a rapper to transition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a lot of a lot of rappers don't do it gracefully. Yeah. They don't. And like, I've seen the ugly side of that, bro. Like, yeah. Like I said, like my pops, man, that was just one side of it. Like, my dad's one of those dudes, like, he he knows anything he puts his mind to, he can learn. Yeah. So, like, my dad was the neighborhood dude that would fix your car, fix your washer and dryer, train your dog. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. at one point, we had four or five dogs. My dad making me train them. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, he... he he was that guy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But that, that also, that, that taught me a lot, man. Like, you, you never had an option. <laughs> exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, at the end of the day, man, like, America's fucked up, but it's still America. Yeah. Motherfuckers lazy, they want shit done. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, at the end of the day, man, if, if, I'm, if I'm on my last right now, man, hey, $15, man, I'll shovel that snow around your car. That's what, that's what I'm saying. Like, always being innovative and having, yeah. having multiple incomes and like, okay, producing ain't really hitting right now like this month. Mm-hmm. I got all these other skills I can go do, and you, I wouldn't miss a beat. Yeah, it, it just excuse me, it's it's not easy, bro. Like 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 I said, that's why I look up to Joe a lot because to to go from rapper to what he is now, like that's a lot of rappers don't survive that transition. Yeah, man, that's savvy though. That's that's like, it, it, he's a hustler. You yeah, know what I'm saying? like yeah. He, he has that savviness to him, and like one thing about Joe Budden, Joe Budden's always been able to sell his his personality, controversy. Yeah. Podcasting, he was he was born for that. Born shit. for it, yeah. He was born for media. As much as he hated the media, mm-hmm. that's the crazy part. And mm-hmm. I, I think that's that's the dope part about it. It's like, bro, he, I know he hated doing interviews. 
Now look at him. Like he was he was made for it. Doing interviews, bro. Yep. Hey man, so <laughs> <laughs> I know what you want to say. That's why I'm laughing. No, no, I got a silly ass question up here, man. Cause like I, I seen some people talk about it, man. Uh, <laughs> it made me think about my past. So dating versus free time. Mm. So when you out here in these streets, man, and you navigating the streets, bro. Navigating the streets. Streets. You, know you out here. You doing uh. your thing. You doing your thing. You date, you date and date. Right. Uh, do you still have free time? You have to. Okay. I feel like no matter what you have going on, whether you dating, whatever, you have to have free time. You, mm-hmm. Like, you you have to take time for yourself. I don't care what you got going on. I understand you trying to get to it. You got goals. Please, please, please take time to yourself, bro. Like just... So what do you say to the niggas who's dealing with that chick that's like, she always want to see you? She always wants and, and don't get me wrong, I appreciate that. Like the feel wanted, like it, it's a really good feeling, right? Mm-hmm. But again, you 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 do need that space. Okay. You you do need. I, I she needs that space, whether she thinks so or not. Like she needs that space. You know what I'm saying? I. There's nothing right wrong with taking time yourself, bro. Like even if it's thirty minutes of you bullshitting on your phone, bro. Like yeah. You know, so I I, I prefer to get that little bit of. A little bit of free time, you know what I'm saying? I don't. I mean, I don't know how you you are about it, but um, well, you you kind of like me. You 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 anti like me a little bit. Yeah, so, yeah. You know I, I thrive goes. in solitude. Yeah, right? I mean, so, even when I'm out in a social setting, I'm in one area. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I'm just my little area. I'm chilling with my drink. I'm cool. always doing my own thing, vibing, plotting, yeah. and observing. Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's, just, that's just who I am as a person. So it, my biggest adjustment has always been uh, making time for the person, cause like mm-hmm. it's it's so hard, like with with women, you know, who want their time, mm-hmm. uh, to find that fine line of giving them their time but still having your me time. Yeah. Because my like another big part of it, my issue is I have a nap. So what I consider like I'm the nap king. I'm <laughs> nap fly guy here, nigga. Fuck yeah, you so yeah. So it's like, man, I want to date it myself. I fuck around and nap. Be like, fuck the day over with now. Like, <laughs> I need tomorrow. I'm like, nigga, did you have to date yourself? Yeah, but I nap, bro. Right, I nap, right. <laughs> so let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Um, so with that being said, would you first prefer to date somebody that's a creative like yourself? That way, sometimes if y'all got similar, you know, ventures or whatever, that's the way y'all can spend time together. Or I prefer to date someone that's a creative like myself for the understanding. I don't want to share ventures. Okay. Only because, only because, um, creatives have their own idea of what's best. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And and typically, you know, women are are very confident in their ideals and I don't you know much respect I don't always want you pushing your ideals on me or making me second guess my product gotcha. because like I have my vision and I'm willing to die on that ledge mm-hmm. because it's my creative baby now feedback is appreciated but I feel like sometimes people overstep yeah so I I, I don't want that <laughs> yeah yeah no I agree I uh yeah. I, I think I'm the same way I, I prefer to date a creative for like you said the understanding I dated a girl, and it was weird because, like, outside of what she did for work, she really didn't have anything else. So mm. she wanted to be up under me 24-7. Yeah. And, you know, with me moving the way I move, I can't always, oh, I got to go. 
I go grab my girl. Mm-hmm. She's got to come with. Like mm-hmm. I can't always do that. Sometimes I just got to go. Yeah. And so it, it became a, a strain because it's like she would get upset. Like, oh, you don't include me. It's like, nah, it's not that I don't include you. It's that, you know, sometimes I can't always, you know, I got to go. I, I'm on the go. So I can't yeah. always find time to bring you with me. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So I think, uh, yeah, it's a fine line between both of them. But I prefer the day to create, though. Yeah. Women, teachable moment. Yeah. Uh, if a man <laughs> dealing with a man who's a creative, or he's just busy in any type of form or fashion, like he's a professional that's busy, he, he's a creative that's busy, whatever the case may be, how to gauge if the nigga's really fucking with you? Um, if he's communicating with you in some form or fashion mm-hmm. and letting you know, like, hey, this is going on today, I probably won't be available, or later on the issue of, like, my bad, this is going on, I, I was really... Couldn't get to my phone like that. I was in a meeting, or you know, whatever the case may be, man. Like respect it, cause like someone that's not gonna fuck that doesn't fuck with you ain't gonna say ain't gonna say nothing. That's exactly ain't gonna say that shit. He gonna he gonna rub it off. He gonna say whatever, whatever. But like you know, just just learn how to read between lines and that shit. Yeah, and then Um, even if a nigga you know he he hits you with a quick text, you know he's finding time his day to like like let me let her know like hey I'm good. You know what I'm saying sorry I've been busy. Whatever, you know what I'm saying? Little stuff like that counts. I, I, I don't I don't want people to, you know, overlook that part. Yeah, yeah, too. I'm big on that, man. Like, I, yeah, I, 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 like, yeah, if, I, if I'm really digging somebody, I, even if I, I got a, a lot on my plate, I'm going to make sure I try to send a text. Like, hey, mm-hmm. look, I ain't got a lot of time, but here, just, here's what's going on. So, yeah. yeah, for sure. And, and like, I also said it for stations, like, hey, I ain't going to be able to talk to them. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Or like, you know, but tomorrow though, I got you. I got you. Yeah, you know yeah. Like, I'm, I'm done working it this time. We we can chop it up. We can kick it. Whatever. Yeah. whatever. Um, the vice president, president, the, 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 the vice presidential debate. <laughs> Flygate. <laughs> Flygate. 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 Twenty twenty, man. Hey. Um. First of all, I love watching black women debate because it just Woo! reminds me of You my don't want that smoke, you don't want Mr. Pitts. Smoke, bro. <laughs> but when I, when I say every face that she made resonated with me, <laughs> like, damn, that nigga up there arguing with my mama right now, bro. Like, he don't stand a chance, bro. Hey, like, hey, the whole time, bro. The <laughs> whole time, that nigga, that nigga Pitts had that look on his face like this. <laughs> and, I, and I was like, oh, even a slip. Like, any minute, he's going to call her a bitch. Bro. I just know it, dog. He's going to slip up. But he just had the stone cold look. But I, you know what? One thing I was, I don't, I, I, I like I said, I love seeing black women debate. Yeah. When they not debating with me. Sure. <laughs> when for they sure. not debating with me. Like, for sure. But when they, it's somebody else getting the smoke, I'm all for it. Man, entertaining as hell. I, I got to give, I got to give props to Mr. Vice President, bro. He, he held his shit together. He held his shit together. Very nice. But he also, he scares the fuck out of me. He, yeah, I, he has this cold-hearted look, bro. Like, he looked dead. He looked dead. You ever seen, what was vampire. that? You seen Underworld? Remember the, 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 <laughs> the vampire that yeah, they the woke up? And the lichens. He like looked that. like that. He looked dead as, like, this cold-hearted dead stuff. I'm like, this nigga, bro. He don't look like, he don't like shit, bro. Like, I don't fuck with it at all. Nah, I don't like it at all. What'd you think of it, though, like, overall? Because, I mean, essentially, this is a shit show, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. This is all of it. I still don't give a fuck. Yeah, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm going to vote, but it's like... I Again, like I said on the, on the last podcast, it's got to be somebody out there that's like... I've already voted. I got that done. You did, uh, you did early voting? Yeah, I did last week. Okay. Uh, at the end of last week, so... 
I knocked that shit out, but um, yeah. Um, <laughs> let, let me ask you. Let me ask you this. I'm gonna play devil's advocate. So let, let's say, let's say, uh, Biden wins. Okay. And the Trump guy starts sending shit up like I've been hearing. Then, mm-hmm. then, then what? What you think gonna happen then? Like, how you think that's gonna? I don't happen? think it's gonna happen. I, I, think, I, think, I, think, I think, think if it does happen, happen, it'll happen in a um, isolated like. Very isolated incidents. Okay. Very small scale. Uh, it's not sustainable. Yeah. Um, they'll need some major backing, and when I say major backing, I mean like government help to make it a I thing. Mean, people don't. People don't understand how much gov- power the government, the army. Period. I mean. Yeah, I know what y'all niggas trained to do. Do your research on Kennedy. Do you, I mean, just, just look at the. Yeah, facts, yeah. The government has done some shit before. I ain't gonna jump into it because I like life. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. They gonna come get us. <laughs> nah, nah. They have much bigger fish to fry. Yeah, that's and, true. And, and everything under my contract for my clearance, I don't say shit about it. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, real quick, you know we gotta we gotta touch real quick before. Okay. Cardi B titty was out today. <laughs> Cardi had a titty out on social media. Cardi tweet. Bro, like, and, but you know what though? I what I, I I promise you when I say this music industry is smoking mirrors. Mm-hmm. Apparently, she has a song with Nicki that she hinted at with okay. Nicki Minaj. Okay. So I'm like, oh, I get it. It's a rollout. And granted, it's a weird rollout, <laughs> but nonetheless, I feel like it's still a rollout. Like, hey, bro, she's a stripper. So everybody's seen a titty anyway. Hey, Why bro. not post my titty on my story and then let it rock? Hey, first of all, uh, Cardi, thanks. But uh, second of all, <laughs> man, you, you see the Spider-Man meme was the two Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, it was a meme today that said Savannah Ginger and Cardi B. What? <laughs> Come on, bro. Come on. Real niggas can relate. Real niggas can You know, you know. But, uh. Yeah, man. Yo, so I'm gonna say this, man. You weird niggas on Twitter talking about like y'all talking shit about her having like I guess big nipples or something. Like, I don't so know. what, nigga? A titty was on on the store. So what? Uh, hey, man. Saying, I, bro, I, hey, look. That closet runs deep sometimes, bro. Bro, I'm trying to tell you, bro. You can come out at any time. No judgment. Again, I, I think it's part of a rollout, though. I, I don't put nothing past what these labels will do as far as promo. I think Cardi tweet, bro. You, you think, I, you I, think I, it was a mistake? Cardi, Cardi. You know, she has been getting drunk for a BA the last few days. So it, it's very possible. Okay, alcohol is one. For it's, sure. it's, it's very possible. You, you, I'm pretty sure you've been around women when they oh, drink. Oh, yeah, bro. And they, they just... And she seemed like she let loose when she yeah, decided. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah On yeah. top of that, man, Cardi, Cardi got of an airhead. Man, like in the most respectful way. Uh, I love yeah, Cardi B. I, I, I agree. Queen, but. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I agree. She's a little, little she, she, she tweet, bro. Yeah, she, yeah. She, she posted a titty. Bro. She posted a titty on the ground. Oh, titty. On, oh, the, um. on the story, though. Man. <laughs> and she looked lit in that moment. I'm like, this bitch drunk, bro. Like, that looked like one of them, you know, after the club. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, she yeah. probably meant to send that to Offset and then just hit the story like, what up? I mean, <laughs> Hey man, I, I'm cool with it though. You know what I'm saying? Go ahead, let a couple more, uh, more. I feel like that's how I was when Janet's titty slipped. I was like younger, but I I never forget when that titty came out, nigga. I said, oh, that that's what's real. funny about this, bro. It's like three years ago. I was like, Nicki Minaj is 
one breakdown away from dropping a dude online. And it never happened. And it never I still I still think it can happen though, bro. I I, I don't think so. I think Nikki No. Uh, she, she got Well her. she a mom. Oh yeah. I'll take that back. Cardi mom shit. Yeah, Cardi mom with an industry nigga though. Yeah. Nikki, Nikki got an everyday dude. Yeah. Um I'm gonna jump a little bit. Uh I wanna give get some flowers, man. So some flowers to men that deserve it. Uh Mr. Travis Scott has apparently been looking for college students to pay the tuition for, particularly with HBCUs. My dog. And all my listen, I didn't go to HBCU, but the majority of my friends did, and I hear their their stories about, you know, how they're traumatized from tuition at HBCUs. I heard. And Travis is looking to cover that for some some young kids, man. Shout I think that's him. huge. Shout out to Shout Travis. Shout out to Travis, man. Again, number one single in the country right now. Shout out to him. Yeah, Doing man. good things in the community, so I appreciate that. Always good looks. Always, always. Uh, second on the list for me, man, Avery Bradley. Uh, Avery Bradley and his wife Ashley donated over $30,000 in supplies to players in the, the WNBA NBA. bubble. Saw that. Focusing on working moms. Wow. Um... First of all, give a quick. I want to give a quick shout out. I actually have been to a lot of WNBA games, mm-hmm. and those women don't get the credit they deserve. They play really, really hard, and yeah. I, I, I hate. I honestly feel like the WNBA does a horrible job with promotions. Mm-hmm. I feel like that sport can be a lot bigger than it is if they really focused on the promo, and they can get paid more if they really focused on that. Because there's a lot of good basketball being played in that league. It is. It is. Um, as far as you know. You know, I played, but a lot of people don't know I also coached uh, for a while. I coached at the college level. Mm. And from an X's and O's standpoint, the WNBA is perfect. Yeah. Perfect. I agree. Perfect. Like, agree. They, they, that's, that's basketball, basketball. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of you toxic masculine niggas not going to listen to that. But, I, 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 listen, name a WNBA player, anyone you want to on any roster from between, man, 1 and 15, I guarantee you should be your ass buckets. No, I, uh, fuck off. Shout out to, uh, you know, at Indiana University, uh, me and Gray and all of us, we used to actually play against them. You know, a lot of times they practiced against guys. Mm-hmm. In the summertime, we used to hoop with them all the time. And mm-hmm. It ain't yeah, like... It ain't no joke. No, no, no. When you play against Division One college, like, mm-hmm. women, like, it ain't no, oh, I'm just going to go out here and bull. Like, you play for real. Yeah. And that, that's, that's, I'm there. I was out there really playing. Like, it wasn't like I was... Oh, no, no. Nah, you, nah. you can't half-ass it. Yeah, no, nah, you, you it's really... A, uh, it's, it's a... It's a... Yeah, it's a different type of... Yeah. It's a video of D. Brown. Uh, you about, you about D. Brown? One, one who won the dunk contest back in the day. Okay, okay, okay. His daughter, who's a WNBA player. Okay, yeah. Playing against a Division two Hooper. Mm-hmm. Man Hooper? Male mm-hmm. Hooper? And she gives no, bro, I'm, I'm, look, but I flux any way you want it, bro. I giving it to him. It's a chick named Hope that mm-hmm. went to IU. Shout out to Hope. The she's from Rockford, actually, Illinois. One of the coldest female hoopers I've ever. Like I, she will give buckets to a lot of dudes. She mm-hmm. about six foot six one. Mm-hmm. Just has the whole package. We'll you, give uh, you, but I, I, we used to hoop against her every Wednesday. She used to come hoop at the Salvation Army with on Wednesday. Bro, when I tell you a lot of y'all niggas can't guard her, I mean that shit. She can play. It's, it's, it's women like them everywhere, bro. Uh, yeah. And, um, shit, I forgot I was going to say that quick. WNBA, Hoopers, women that give you fucking buckets. <laughs> Damn, I lost the fucking oh, thought. We get no, bro. <laughs> I've been 
stand on it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, anyway, if it comes back, I'll get it. Uh, one minute, man. Shout out to my Lakers. We did it. All these newfound Clipper fans and everyone else who hate on us, we did it. LeBron, congrats on number four. Michael Jordan will always be the GOAT. LeBron, congrats on number four. My Lakers organization. You don't have more than Kobe. Congrats on number 17. You don't have more than Kobe. We have now tied the Boston Celtics Kobe on the has most five. NBA championships of all time. LeBron has six. Hopefully we can pass them. I mean, uh, I'm sorry, Jordan has six. That's all I'm going to say about sports because uh, y'all have let me know how sick y'all are. I don't want to talk about it that Big Dipper tournament anyway. Proviso <laughs> West tournament. It's a fucking AAU tournament. Oh, uh, it, wasn't, it wasn't like that? I just, I, I just don't like the Jordan slander, bro. I, I'm, I ain't never seen a nigga stand in line for LeBron. That's all the fuck I'm saying, bro. Uh, I'm not going to say anything else about Oh, him. what was I say about WNBA players? Ah, you toxic masculine niggas talking about some real. When chicks start dunking, niggas will start watching. That's not true. I'm going to tell you something. For you you toxic masculine niggas who, who saying that like, like, like women can't dunk. I'm going to let you know right now. When the transition that happens, that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Like it did with basketball and football. When mm-hmm. football players start playing basketball, when these volleyball players start crossing over and playing two sports and playing basketball, mm-hmm. don't worry. You will see a lot of fucking dunk. And a lot of women, well, people don't know, a lot of women start off playing volleyball and they transition into basketball. I know it's some. Very true. I know some volleyball players who dunk like men. Mm-hmm. They just. They're volleyball players. They have mm-hmm. no interest in basketball. Mm-hmm. When that transition happens, all that you talking about, I'll just file her. No, nigga, she will fucking dunk on you, you 5'9 slut. She will dunk on you. Yeah, no. <laughs> like, it's, it's fuck very, out of here. People need to, it's very, very good basketball that gets played in the WNBA. Yeah, for period. sure. Period. If you, a lot of people have never even been to a game, like live. I, mm-hmm. I go to a lot. It's good basketball being played. Yeah. Really good basketball. So if, if you, I mean, honestly, if you got a, if you coach a, a a youth team or something, bring them to a WNBA game, bro. It's fundamentals being 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 played. Like it's it's good basketball. Period. For sure, for sure, for sure. Yeah, yeah man, we made it through, bro. You got yeah, any, we, we you know we knocked them out. You know what I'm saying? You got it. God damn, Tennessee, forty two to sixteen. Bro, when I looked up, it was twenty eight to ten, bro. When the fuck did the Titans get this good? For one, they got a fucking gorilla playing running back. Bro, this nigga, bro, it's a video where this nigga, like, threw Josh Allen. I'm not Josh Allen. Uh, Josh Norman, like, like a kid. Like, he just, one arm. Do his ass. My God. Yeah. Tennessee's scary, man. This might be y'all here, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Uh, nah, they ain't beating the Chiefs. Fun fact. When I lived in, uh, when I was in the military and I was stationed in Nashville, man, I used to do the, the colors for the Titans game. I heard they got a really good barbecue in Nashville. Um, yeah, kind of. I heard it's a nice city, though. Like, I've never been to Nashville. I love Nashville. I heard Nashville's really nice, though. I love Nashville. My first podcast recorded on Nashville. Nashville. Really? I love Nashville. I've lived there for three years. I go back there often. I heard it's a really nice city. I've never been, but I always... It's a great foodie city. I I heard the food, like I said, people tell me the barbecue's good down there. Barbecue's alright. They're known for their, their hot chicken. What's the what's the place called? What's the restaurant called that's popular down there? I think it's Hattie B's. Yeah, Hattie B's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yep. Hattie yep. B's is yep. popping. Um, yeah, 
man, seafood sensation. I used to go there all the time, man. Mm. Fucking rack up on a hot plate with mm. fucking crab and lobster and everything. See, man, you've been down south a lot, man. See, I'd be fat as shit if I was down south. Oh, nigga, it's a struggle. It's a struggle. <laughs> so, Nashville, Atlanta, and New Orleans are my favorite downtown. I mean, my favorite down south food cities. Ah, oh, fuck Miami, too. Nigga, my, so Miami, bro, I used to oh, just like kind of humbug. Like, on a Thursday night, be like, man. I'm bored. I'm gonna get a flight to Miami. It was so cheap out of there. Dog, Miami is my state. I tear Miami up every time. Bro. Nigga, listen. I was so addicted to Cuban sandwiches and Cuban food. Cuban, I, I would I, fly down there. For I, I love the Cuban. Um, um, finger licking was my shit. Big Pink is my oh, shit. Oh, okay, hey, I mean, okay. Hey, look, bro. Go to Miami. <laughs> hey, hey, man, my second home, man. I love yeah, Miami, yeah. bro. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. The pizza was nice. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I love it down there. There's we went down. Jamez had his basketball party out there, man. We all went out. We had a blast, bro. Don't ever let me get a bag, bro. I'm getting a, I'm getting a fucking beachside condo. In my but you, and you know what? One of the one of the promoters that lived told us that he was like, man, that's why a lot of athletes go broke down here, bro. Man, it's a playground, <laughs> dog. I'm trying to tell you. You watch that show, uh, Ballers? I, I haven't. I heard it's really good though. Yeah, yeah, ballers. It, it gives a uh, it gives a good picture of like the ball. Of, like, that that's what he. That's what that's what a lot of people said. Yeah. That's what a lot of people said. Yeah, now Miami, my second that. home. I, I I love it down there. And uh, you, I know you know about Krispy Crunchy. Nah, I said What? It's in. So if you anybody who's ever been to Miami, like it's a spot called Krispy Crunchy Chicken. Mm. It's located in a convenience store. What? But everybody know about this shit though, bro. Like it's the best like honey butter like chicken you ever had, bro. Like crispy crunchy chicken, man. Y'all niggas owe me for this. <laughs> Put y'all niggas on. Put y'all niggas on game. I'm man. telling you, bro. You gotta go to crispy crunchy, bro. All right, man. We around one uh, hour thirty five, hour forty, man. I think we can go ahead and wrap this up. Yes, sir. Yeah, man. So everybody, uh, appreciate you listening, man. Absolutely. Uh, we didn't go heavy on the sports. <laughs> nah, I want no sports going on anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. Hey, man. Fuck that nigga. Man, so, uh, Jordan better. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, man. We got him. Man, have a blessed week, man. Uh, vote early voting, please, man. I suggest please. early voting. Uh, if you're doing absentee, man, get that in now. Um. For my Georgia people, uh, the website, you can get absentee online, and you can actually check the status of your absentee after you send it in. Mm-hmm. Uh, be sure to do that. But, yeah, man, get on vote, man. Make a difference. Uh, stop complaining about it. Be about it. Absolutely. Uh, make sure y'all research y'all local judges, your congresswomen, men and women. Um, yeah, be informed and make sure y'all vote, man. Appreciate y'all for tuning in. Um, appreciate all the support you guys have been giving us and the feedback, too. Um, yeah, so keep tuning in with us. For sure.